Hi, I'm Jessie, your host of the Jessie Williams podcast. I'm a personal trainer and women's online health coach, bringing you all things health, wellness, money, mindset, and just life in general. If you want to learn, laugh, and up-level your life, this is a podcast for you. Each episode, we'll talk habits, tips, tricks, and big ideas to nourish your mind and inspire you to create your dream life by design. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Jesse Williams podcast. I'm so excited to be sitting down and having a chat with you guys. Um, it's It's been a while. It's been a bit of a whirlwind. There's been a lot going on in life, in business, um, just where my energy and focus has been. Um, yeah, yeah, I've got engaged, have been away, went to Tasmania, just all the things, but I'm really excited to be back back in your ear holes. Um, I did an Instagram uh, question box the other day, just saying like, what kind of topics do you guys want to be hearing on the podcast? And there were so many juicy ones. Um, But a really recurring theme that came up was actually manifestation. And I was just thinking about it and I've like, I've done quite a few episodes on manifestation. Like I feel like I have done some episodes on manifestation. I've got a manifestation masterclass. I feel like I've had quite a few conversations around this. I want to have a new conversation about it. Today's conversation isn't going to be the love and light. It's not the airy fairy. It's not the whimsical thoughts and energy and like all the things. This is the direct truth that you need to know about manifestation right? If you want to be manifesting things into your life, there needs to be a level of congruency in how you show up in the day to day. And I see this all of the time with people trying to bypass actually doing the fucking work. And it sounds super direct, but it's actually what we need to be hearing in order to allow ourselves a space where we can actually step up and create the lives that we want. And what I mean by people are trying to bypass doing the work is they're like, I will do anything. I will do anything to manifest the life that I desire. I'll do absolutely anything to manifest the life that I desire, but become the person that I need to be who has that kind of lifestyle, right? It's like, I'll do anything, but will you actually do anything? It's like, I'll do anything that's easy, really. It's what, it's what it is. I'll do any of the rituals. I'll meditate as much as I need to. I'll make as many beautiful, pretty Pinterest boards in Canva as I need to. I'll write out as many affirmations as I need to. And while all of that's good and well, and I, and I love all of those things and I use them and I, I teach them and encourage them and all of the things, they're not enough right? They're a distraction tool. They are a distraction tool. The vision boards, the affirmations, the, the, the thoughts, the thinking, all of the spiritual stuff is powerful, but it's a distraction that's pulling you out of the 3D reality that you are in right now. And the way I, I like to describe this, and I've even like shared this analogy in courses and things like that, is like the energy stuff's amazing. I'm all for quantum energy. I'm all for the energy work. I'm all for, you know, being able to collapse time. I'm all for energetics. I'm all for the spiritual stuff. It's amazing, right? I'm all for that. And yes, we can collapse time. Yes, we can play with the quantum, but there's also reality. And as an example, 
if I said to you, I want you to jump 10 meters into the the sky, I want you to jump 10 meters off of the ground, you can do all of the energy work, you can do all of the manifestation, you can do all of the affirmations you want, but you are still bound by the laws of the universe, right? And, And you are still bound by science and gravity and there's more than just the quantum right there's not only quantum physics there are other things that exist and we are bound by some limitations of reality we are bound by some limitations of time and yes we get to collapse time yes all of the things but we still need to be anchored into reality so the mistake that I see so many people make when it comes to manifestation is they want it to be this beautiful magical process but they actually aren't becoming the person that they need to be to manifest the thing the true art of manifestation actually lies when you create congruency in your life And as an example, if you are trying to manifest your dream body, yet you're eating shit and you're going out on the weekend and doing drugs or binge drinking alcohol and then getting having Macca's runs on the way home, I'm sorry, but you need to take a look at how you're leading yourself in your life. If you are trying to manifest having a business or or being a coach that does $100,000 a month, yet you won't even post on your Instagram story your offer, you sell it one time and then cry if no one buys it. And then you lean out and you stop creating content and you stop selling your offer and you stop doing the fucking things that you need to do to be a leader who has a $100,000 business. I'm sorry, but you need to look at your actions. If you are someone who is trying to manifest your dream partner, if you're trying to manifest the love of your life, yet you are spending time going on dates or fucking around with people that you know, and let's not, let's not sugarcoat it, you know, are not good for you, are not the high standard that you actually want for yourself. They're not what you're actually trying to call in energetically, yet you're so anxiously attached to, to anything that you're wasting time, right? You're wasting their time. You're wasting your own time just because you don't want to feel lonely for a moment. So this is where we actually get to start looking at ourselves and building self-honesty. And I know this sounds really fucking direct and it is, but this is the shit. This is the real work that has allowed me to manifest everything that I currently have in my life. I can't tell you how long I wrote about like aligned friendships in my fucking journal, how much affirmations I did around calling in aligned people. I can't tell you how many visualizations I, I held that vision, yet I wasn't actually looking at where I was entertaining things or, or who I was being or how I was showing up within my friendships to actually be someone who has the kind of friendships that I desire. Was I putting myself in places where the kind of people I desire will be? Am I being a good friend? Am I, am I keeping friendships in my life just because I don't want to feel lonely? And so I went through a, a period of what I would say breaking up with friends, which was so hard for me before I had anyone else. It wasn't like I will keep these friends on the side until I find somebody else. Right. Because then I had to look at where I was being incongruent. I said that I valued high quality friendships or I said that I valued friends with X, Y, Z values or whatever. But I was actually entertaining 
the opposite. And I was telling myself that I could just call in new friendships. But how can you call in new friendships when the way in which you are leading yourself in life right now is incongruent? And I had to look at that. And I I grieved. I spent time feeling so fucking lonely. So incredibly lonely because I realized that I had it backwards. I was thinking that I could keep entertaining these things as my safety net while calling in what I actually wanted. But that's, that's, that is so like backwards from the level of energetically speaking, but it's also not fair. It wasn't fair to the people who like, imagine that you knew that someone in your life right now was only um, entertaining and connecting with you because they didn't have anything better. Like how unfair was that to the people in my life? Just because I didn't want to be alone. So what I had to do was I had to look at where I was being incredibly incongruent. I had to have very hard conversations. I had to end friendships before I had new ones. I had to spend time alone and building congruency in the making the actions and being the kind of person that would have the friends that I desired. And the kind of friends that I desired wouldn't be friends with someone who is entertaining friendships just for the sake of entertaining friends. Like, that's just not, right? So congruency with health, with friendships, with love, with your career, with family, with spirituality, with the energy work, with like with growth, with money, with every single area of your life. Are you actually leading yourself in the way that you need to be leading yourself? Are you actually showing up as the person who actually has that thing? Again, you can do all of the energy work. You can, you can make the vision boards and journal and meditate and visualize and like quantum this and that. Amazing. I love it. Again, I love all of that stuff, but it's, it's the cherry on top. That work comes from a state of overflow and what needs to come first is you becoming the person that aligns with the vision that you have. And this comes down, it's so much deeper than taking action, right? Taking action is a huge part. For example, if you're trying to manifest a dream job, are you applying for jobs? Are you putting yourself in in the right rooms, right? But it's so much deeper than action. It's so much deeper than than action. It's it's how you're leaning yourself in your life, and it's who you are. It's who you're deciding to be. So, are you someone who says that you value health? Yet, when you actually look at how you're showing up in your life, what what is your measurement of health, right? And this has been a huge one for me. If I'm someone who health is quote unquote, one of my highest values, right? Quote, uh, health is one of my highest values. Yet I was getting dermatitis all over my hands. I was eating Uber Eats like four nights a week. I was still using a lot of like chemical products on my skin. And I was like, wow, I actually, my ego flared up. At the thought of even considering that I was incongruent with what I said that I valued, like it was, it was painful. I'm not even going to go into it, but it was a whole like ego work around admitting to myself that I wasn't actually living my life in alignment with my value of health. Like I thought I was. And it was so easy to say that I valued health because I would go to the gym a couple of times a week and I would eat fairly well for most of the time. But when I actually looked at it, I was like, I value optimal health. I value optimal health. I value having a body which is so deeply nourished. 
I value having, you know, not having brain fog. I value not feeling fatigued. I value having high energy of feeling strong and fit and healthy and being full of vitality. And am I leading my way? Sorry, am I leading my life in a way that reflects that? Am I making decisions that reflect that? And I had to look at that and say no. And that was hard. And so I gradually started cutting out, you know, toxic products and and things with chemicals, whether it was like my skincare or makeup or, or cleaning products or whatever it was. And then I had to look at where I was still eating gluten when I knew that I had had um, my coach that I'm currently working with, who is incredibly like, like has such high level of expertise and had told me, because I also have endometriosis, had told me that gluten, there, there are so many studies that gluten is not good for endometriosis and I should be cutting it out. Yet I was still just eating it because I was like, oh, it won't be that bad. But I know months where I eat gluten, I have painful periods and months where I cut it out, my periods are better. So I literally have evidence this is true. And I was like, whatever. So I was still eating gluten, right? I was, there were so many things. And so I had to start cleaning that up. I had to start, you know, I started buying more like organic produce and um, cutting out gluten because it's not good for me. And like, I had to change so many things within my life because I needed to reflect what I said I valued. And this is where you don't get to sook about, okay, direct. And I'm also talking to myself here. I'm right there. I'm right there in the arena with you guys. You don't get to sook about the results you didn't get from the shit that you're not even doing. So I was constantly complaining about having skin issues and dermatitis flare-ups. I was constantly complaining about having gut issues, yet I wasn't doing the things to actually clear my skin or heal my gut so it's like we we bypass right i'm like i'll do anything not to have dermatitis and by anything i mean give me a fucking cream right like give me something i'm just gonna put on my skin and it's like um there's this meme and it's so funny and um i can't remember what the example used is but let's just use the example of of getting rich right it's just i can't even remember what it was but it's it's this meme and the person says like god universe like what do i need to do to become rich And God is like, you need to start putting yourself out there and you need to start like working harder. God, God, I'll do anything. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Start working harder and just bet anything. If you give me anything, I will, I will do it. I will do anything to become rich. And every time God like tells them to do the thing, they're like, bet anything. And it's this, this funny like analogy where it's just like showing how often we, we say we'll do anything, but when the thing that we should be doing is there, we block it out and we pretend it's not there. And we're like, we continue to tell ourselves that we'll do anything. And it's like a complete blatant lie. We're not willing to do anything. We're willing to do whatever's comfortable, whatever's easy, whatever's convenient. So this was so the case for for me and all of my skin and my gut issues. I was like, I literally wholeheartedly to my core felt that I would do anything to not have dermatitis flare ups anymore. Right. I would do anything. And I'd gone to like a doctor. I'd been to a naturopath. I'd tried a cream. I had like, I'd started trying to like eat better. But when I looked at it, there were things that I totally wasn't doing. 
So even I, I paid a lot of money for an expert to write me a protocol, a health protocol with all of these supplements, cutting out gluten, all of the things. And I started doing it and it started working, but it was hard. And then I would like just have gluten here and there. And then I would miss my supplements that day. And, and then when I didn't, and then when my, my skin flared up again, I was so angry because I was like, I'm taking all of these supplements. I'm like cutting out gluten, but really... <laughs> I was taking my supplements 50% of the time and I was cutting out gluten 50% of the time. Do you see where I'm going with this? Do you guys see where I'm going with this? So I just want to use the analogy, not the analogy. I want to use the example of myself because I'm there. I'm doing this shit. And every single time I, I, I get honest with myself and I start making the decisions in my life that reflect that I am the person who has what I say that I want. I am the person who gets that outcome. So always asking myself, not how do I get 100K months in my business? What kind of woman is making 100K months? Not how do I get 100K? What do I need to do? What strategy do I need to apply? Who do I need to fucking be to have $100,000 months? Where do I meet new people? How do I meet new friends? What kind of person do I need to be to have the friends that I desire? What When I think about the dream friendships in my life, who do I need to be to have someone who would have friendships like that? Relationship, love, money, everything. It's always asking yourself, who do I need to be to, to be the person who, who has a reflection? Their life reflects all of those things. How do you be the person who has the dream body, right? Not, not, how do I, how do I get the dream body? What kind of person has the body I desire? Not, how do I get the body? What do I need to do? Who do I need to be? Oh, I need to be someone who gets up earlier and doesn't snooze their alarm. I need to be someone who takes their health seriously. And by taking their health seriously, I actually need to look at what I'm putting in and on my body. I need to be someone who is committed to, to movement and exercise and training or whatever it is. But it's like we so always look at the step-by-step process of what we need to be doing and we never look at who we need to be being. So this is where you actually get to look at, at your life and where you are right now and you get to ask yourself the deeper questions and you get to start making decisions to bring you into congruency with the life that you want. So whatever it is that you want in your life right now, if you want a promotion, are you just so focused on the promotion that you're not actually thinking about who you need to be? to be someone who gets the promotions. Does the person who gets the promotions, is is he or she the person who goes into the room and asks for one? I'm not sure. I don't know. This is like, it's so open to interpretation, right? But you get to ask yourself these questions. There's no right or wrong, but as so long as you're being honest with yourself and so long as you're making decisions that reflect the kind of life that you want to have, you're ultimately going to land yourself there. So there's, there's obviously being the kind of person from a level of like taking action and anchoring into reality and doing the hard thing, right? Because this is the hard stuff. The easy stuff is sitting down on the couch and meditating. How nice. So relaxing. <laughs> that feels fucking good. What doesn't feel good is your ego having to witness where you are out of congruency or you're being incongruent with who you say you are, where you're being incongruent with what you say you value. 
you say you value health, but you've, you're eating shit 24-7. You say that you value, uh, like, you say that you value kindness, but you haven't smiled at a stranger in months or, or ever do a random acts of kindness. Like, it's, it's really where you actually get to do the hard thing and you actually get to look at yourself and be honest with how you're leading yourself in life right now. And are you happy with it? Are you actually happy with the decisions you're making and how you're showing up? And if you're not, we don't need to fall into a pity party, right? Because you're human. Don't beat yourself up for what you didn't know before you knew it. Don't beat yourself up for what you didn't see before you saw it. You don't need to shame yourself for how you've been showing up because if you shame yourself, you're actually just going to further perpetuate the pattern. You're actually probably going to stay stuck. You're probably going to be still doing that thing because you're telling yourself narratives about who you are and all the things. And that's a story for another day. But we don't need to shame ourselves. We actually just get to be, wow, right? We get to be curious. We just get to see it and own it. And then we get to be like, how do I, how do I shift this? What decisions do I need to be making? And while yes, you can change multiple things at one time. I really encourage you to start just anchoring into one area of your life at a time. So otherwise it's just going to be so overwhelming for your nervous system and it's going to dysregulate you. So just begin by, okay, money. Am I showing up around money like someone who has the amount of money that I desire? Or am I showing up around money with like scarcity? Am I speaking poorly to it? Am I holding on to narratives about it? Am I like whatever it is, you get to play with this. But also beyond just like making the decisions and all of the things is energetically speaking, when we're incongruent, whether you're consciously aware of it or not, your unconscious always knows, right? And we actually act from our unconscious mind around 95% of the time. So unconsciously, even if you're not fully aware of it, if unconsciously you're, you know that you're doing this thing that goes against who you are or what you say that you value, that doesn't feel good. That does not feel good. So if you say that you value health, but you know that you're eating Uber, Uber eats four times a week, you can, you can consciously tell yourself all of the things about how it doesn't matter, but unconsciously you fucking know, you know, it doesn't feel good. And so even if you can suppress it and ignore it and not look at it and be like, oh my gosh, yeah, I just love it. Unconsciously, you know, and we're in our, we, our unconscious is what rules us. And it's also what's creating the unconscious thoughts. So the thoughts and the feelings that you're having that may not be super present and you may not be super aware of them, they're still happening, right? They're still happening. And we know that our thoughts and our feelings impact our energetic frequency and our energetic frequency impacts what we attract in our life or what we repel. So congruency is not just like, like, yes, I would look at congruency as the very real anchored in reality version of like being in the fucking arena and doing the shit, but it also impacts our frequency. It also impacts our energy. So it goes so much deeper than just action. It's not just action. Congruency and action, two different things. Action is just like the decision you make or or what you do in the moment, but congruency is who you are who you're being at a core level, how you're leading yourself through life, how your life reflects your values. It's so deep. 
and it impacts your frequency, impacts your energy, and it's going to impact what you are attracting in or what you are repelling. So this is where if you want to be manifesting beyond just like you want to manifest someone paying for your coffee, which is amazing, by the way, like when you can manifest things like that, when you can manifest car parks, it's so fun. It's so awesome. It's playful and you get to have fun and you get to have all of the playfulness and everything. But if you're trying to manifest a life that is just like, holy shit next level amazing how did that even happen I couldn't have even seen that for myself you know if you're trying to like manifest next level stuff this is where this is the work this is the work and you can take it or leave it because it's hard and it, it smacks your ego in the face and it's uncomfortable and you're going to have to make really uncomfortable decisions and sometimes risks Sometimes you're going to have to leave your safety net like me when, when I, I broke up with friends before I had new friends yet. That was, that was so challenging for me. So this is where you actually get to start feeling into who you actually want to be. Or really like, like in, in what you're manifesting, what are you manifesting right now? Money, health, body, career, business, friends, love, whatever it is think about what you're manifesting and just asking yourself who you need to be to be the person that has that and where you're acting out of alignment and where you're being incongruent with what you say that you want. You say that you want that thing, but none of your actions are actually reflective of being the kind of person to get that thing. So be, be honest with yourself. Again, you don't have to do this work. No one's making you, you get to. And it's hard, but it's so fucking rewarding. And this has been everything. This has been the real work I've done when I was just doing the energy work. And this is why you don't hear me talk about manifestation much. Even on my Instagram stories, I never talk about manifestation anymore. Because while, yes, I'm manifesting things, it's so much deeper than just the energy work. And this is the stuff that transformed my life. This is the stuff that transformed my relationship, my friendships, my business. Like this is what has scaled me to $100,000 months. It hasn't been this intense, like, yeah, there's, of course, the strategy, there's all the things, but it's overflow. It's the cherry on the top shit. There, there was no intense strategy. It was, it was me being congruent. And I think that's really cool. So you actually get to start playing with this now. I really, really invite you to sit down, do some journaling, unpack this, look at your life and you can even wheel of life or or have the different areas of your life. Again, health, relationship, money, career, friendships, family, um, love, kids, whatever, like all of the areas and ask yourself, where am I being incongruent and what decisions would bring, bring me into congruency? And you might have to have some hard conversations. You may have to make some really, really hard decisions, but you get to be the person that is leading themselves with self-honesty and integrity. And I can promise you that is going to manifest more than, than any amount of energy work, in my opinion. And, And it's been so, so true for me. Definitely true for me. When I was doing all of the energy work, things were happening. But when I did congruency work, that's when I collapsed time. That's when I started quantum leaping. Because everything that, that was in, internal, I was externally like aligning with that. And then the, the universe would mirror that to me. And it's been really, really fun and really, really cool. So I hope you've got value out of this episode. I know I was direct. I know I didn't sugarcoat anything, but this is the stuff that I'm, I'm literally giving you the tools to begin changing your life, to begin manifesting the, all the juice that you want. But it all starts with you. 
it all starts with you. I hope you guys love this and I'll see you in the next episode.